0: Gentlemen, it's great to have you again here today Got uh, Daedalus and rebel strike back from last week to continue our conversations on the craft This will be part two not too sure how long it's gonna run. It just depends on our conversation uh, first thing though, I wanted to say today was uh, That I did check out uh Daedalus's video and dude that was really well done That was actually a really well done video. It was a great listen. So I would encourage, you. you're welcome, man. I would encourage anybody watching this to definitely go check it out. Um, uh, if you follow my Twitter, just post up there. If you check his link down in the description, it'll be down there as well. Um, I got to also talk about a mistake I made. So last week when we were ending, I said, I know we were, I was trying to fumble around with the date in my head. For some reason, I thought that the next live stream for Ashes was going to be on a Friday. And it's not, it's actually this coming Monday at 3 p.m. PDT Uh, Central is going to be 5pm and if you're on the East Coast uh, Eastern it'll be uh, 6pm. So just wanted to make sure we're clear on that. Everybody make sure you're there for it. Um, You can uh, drop some questions, comments, uh, things you might have of note for the SimCast down in the comments below today. This is going to be the SimCast 9. This will be the ninth one. We're coming up on the 10th episode so may not seem that big of a deal but for me it's kind of a big deal because it's a lot of hours that goes into putting these together. It's a lot of Uh, momentum to to get to the point where we're at a 10th one so for me it's a bit of a um what do you call it a uh milestone so to speak but um that being said um really glad to have you both here again today and so uh there has been uh an update i believe it was yesterday um on the ashes of creation discord uh talking about the live stream being on tomorrow monday and they posted a lot of really cool art, which I will be posting up here on the display for the viewers here very shortly. Uh, so, while I'm doing that, um, I wanted to ask you all a question. And that is, what is theory crafting do you? So, we'll go Daedalus Rebel for the sake of keeping things as uniform as last time. And then I'll give you all my take on it. But, what do you think? What do you think, Daedalus? What do you think theory crafting is?
1: I mean the way I look at theory crafting is it's it's really about speculation it's about aspiration and kind of looking at you know based on the available information you know what what you kind of want to see happen what's actually happening what might be and I guess where we are now with Ashes of Creation it's more what we would like to see um, and kind of based on the available info but if it gets more into the mechanics is maybe pros and cons so I kind of see it as maybe giving an an opportunity to give directional feedback and course correction to the developers, but also just kind of hash out our own ideas and look at pros and cons as a team.
2: Good, good answer. Uh, Theory crafting to me is just taking ideas of what what the information that that you have available now, and the prediction of what may change in the future and combining those ideas and creating you know, uh, a rough estimate of uh, what exactly you foresee in the future changes, or um, taking the information you have, which is concrete, uh, which is kind of what we don't have right now. We don't have that concrete information. So it's taking those ideas and um, trying to create a result um kind of like a clear uh, you're trying to make clarity of future predictions of exactly what is going to take place uh in the future and the results and it's exciting it's fun and it's 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 awesome to go into and and, and, and to really um really take your thoughts and see how they compare in the future and to me that's what the are is right
0: on you know, it's interesting. I always, always, I had to hear what your your explanations were before I gave mine because everyone's got a different take on it, and mine might be a bit of a more artistic approach in the way I would word it. So you're going to get a different explanation for the same thing, and Different people have different terminology based on like what it means to them. And I agree with both of you. Uh, when I look at theory crafting, uh, my wording sounds a lot like you know, how can you take not just the way the skills look, but the way they feel as you play them, the way they synergize with other your companions in a party. Um, you know, what those effects look like, how, how it impacts the overall function of a group and as a player individually, uh, how that can make you uniquely different. So, you know, from a developer standpoint, theorycrafting is, is their fine tuning of the skills. To keep things as close to the the vision that they have for the class and how it is supposed to function, be it numbers, be it uh, synergizing with a, a group, um, and so for me, theory crafting is is definitely an art because for me, there's a lot of pride in theory crafting because it's it's the way that I can take these, whether it's numbers or just the way that i use my abilities whether it's in how i combine them how i how i choose to use them in a in a in a flow a sequence so to speak um for me it's a lot of how i can take those abilities and use them to find a way to play my character in a way that's uniquely different to me in a way that allows me to stand out as a player And for example, we'll go to WoW since uh, I've played a WoW, and WoW played a paladin for ages. And in one of my capacities as a tank, I've talked about this previously. For me as a tank, it's how much can how much can you throw at me that I can take? How long can I force you to have to work for it to take me down? Whether you're a boss, an enemy player, a PvP whatever it might be a massive zerg of ads in a dungeon or in a raid so for me it's it's finding a way whether it's because i i use more dodge than the other guy or i absorb more damage than the other guy or i use a combination that maybe isn't isn't what we say cookie cutter for me theorycrafting is being able to have the resources the abilities and the understanding of my class to play in a way that is different than anyone else, somehow different than anyone else that allows me to stand out as doing something exceptional, something that allows me to rise above, above that baseline expectation for a class. And I know that's not everybody, but like data listen and revel said, it has a lot to do with how you balance that, how you balance that with a party and how you can keep things to be synergetic. Uh, and I feel like it's both an art and it's definitely a craft. And at the end of the day, it does come down to numbers a lot of the time. And one of the things for me in theory, crafting that makes the, makes the approach for me just really fun and engaging, a lot of times has to do with, well, sometimes and a lot of times has to do with not only how the abilities look and how maybe they look when they impact the the crowd, but also just you know whether it's tanking or healing, how it just just lasts. Um, so we're gonna talk about the different four archetypes currently this is our basis for discussion so i'm going to talk first about the tank and i i have one criticism of the tank and there is a post on the ashes forum currently that actually discusses this we look at the archetype breakdown we have our tank our fighter we have our rogue our ranger we have our mage, our cleric, our summoner, our bard. Out of all of those, tank feels to somehow be... Doesn't seem to fit to me. And I'm going to explain why. If I was to say tank... Let's let's say I said tank, mage, healer, summoner. If I said cleric, instead of saying cleric, I said healer. I'm talking about the role. Tank tends to be a role. Tanking does not tend to be the name of a class. I'm not saying it can't be an archetype name. I'm just saying for me it it seems a little it it seems a little different. It seems like guardian, protector, I mean even shield wall, uh, uh shield guard something, something like that would feel a little more like it would fit to me. Uh fighter it sounds like it could kind of be a similar problem, but fighter is is definitely different than say tank. When you say tank, healer and DPS, I think about roles in a raid or in a class combination. So for me t- saying tank, it just doesn't it doesn't synergize with the rest of the names next to a mage. If you'd say guardian, mage, cleric, I get it. Let's take it. Let's take it and pretend that tank's not the name. Let's say it's guardian, right? If I said guardian, mage, healer, fighter, you see my problem there—that it doesn't. It, it's you're more talking about a role as opposed to a, a class, and the class tends to have an identity. So I can see where they would say tank because the identity is to tank, but I I, I don't know why tank would be the word because haven't they mentioned that there's going to be multiple ways to tank? Right, like I could be a primary class, maybe mage, and then I can combine that with tank later. And possibly, maybe that could be into being a tank. Do you guys see? What do you guys think about my statement? What do you think about what I'm saying about that? Uh, is there a problem with anything I'm saying, or do you have your own ideas about that?
1: No, I agree. Um, I saw the post as well on the forums, and um, I didn't really think about it before I started looking at you know, the details of that post. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense now when you look at it because a cleric is a class, a tank is a role, right? And like you said, even fighter, you kind of could go either way on, but it's still closer than, say, tank, right? I mean, tank is seems to be more universal than class. Like uh, other games I've played, I mean, you know, they've referred to a tank class as a brick right or like you said i mean there's there's other things right there's other ways to kind of signify a class outside of the role so yeah i I agree with what you're saying makes sense
2: i agree and i have a solution um i'm looking at this list here and i do not see vanguard um i I believe vanguard would be a perfect replacement uh it's not on the list it's not a name used um, I there's actually a Vanguard in a game that I play, um, um, Blood, or it wasn't like champions, uh, it's Battleright. battle, right. Uh, they have a ba- Vanguard. It, it's a tank tanky, beefy guys shield, you know, wields an ax, you know, kind of thing. So, um, I think that'd be a perfect name for it. Um, and, uh, it's something that doesn't, uh, that isn't on your class list. So, um, Vanguard, I think would be a perfect replacement.
0: I gotta say, Brick just made me crack up though. I've never heard that one before. It's pretty funny to me somehow. I don't know why I can't logically tell you why I find that entertaining, but Brick just entertains me. Uh, <laughs> um, I was gonna say though, Vanguard's a great one. That's when I was sitting there trying to think of a name. That was the one I had in my head too, because I've seen the Vanguard used in other other games before, and it, mm-hmm. it. I mean, Vanguard just sounds like a like an elite guardian of sorts or a protector of sorts to me um and so when i look at the class list that we've discussed which will pop up on the screen here shortly uh when i when i do discuss when i look at that and i think well well if we don't have tank over there then what's our name gonna let's say we use guardian as as tank right well then when you go down the way and you get to where it crosses with the tank and you have guardian on the list. It's easy to me. You could be like, okay, our primary archetype was Guardian. Well, down the road where we combine it with another archetype of Guardian, then instead of it being Guardian, you can just make it Protector, right? Or even, you could even make that Vanguard, right? And start it out as a Guardian. and That, that all, to me, would just make more sense. I just had to put that out there. You know, from a theorycrafter perspective, the word tank just doesn't, it's a role, and up, like Daedalus said, universal. That was the other thing I was thinking of. I just had, I wasn't able to articulate um so we're going to talk about so tank i'm going to read the description this was on the kickstarter this is their base breakdown right uh from the picture at tank is a tank's job is to control a fight to help the party mitigate incoming damage and to dictate who is getting hit they can take an unconscious or uh, unconsciousable is that right unconsciousable uh of amount of punishment and woe to those who ignored their commands. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the tank for a minute. First, we're gonna talk about the main abilities for this class. So, a tank has, well, I'm gonna look through the list here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten abilities, I believe is correct for each class. Ten abilities that have been listed so far that we know about, okay? you have your melee strikes they essentially are going to deal damage to a single target and it adds hate or uh, aggro what do we call the other one um yeah aggro we'll call it aggro so a lot of times in while WoW you see there's the uh old school add-on that had been used called omen allowed you to to uh, to keep track of what amount of aggro you had which was essentially important as a player if you were damage dealing because it was important to recognize if you were causing so much damage you were going to surpass the aggro table compared to your tank again the universal role we discussed so we've got your melee strikes which are your, your typical kind of auto attack abilities right you've got hatred which is your taunt your taunt is your creates aggro or hate causes the target to focus onto you this is how a tank is able to mitigate all the damage that the party would uh, otherwise be taking uh, this is where people get one shot a lot of times or die quickly. And when they're dead, well, your your potential to overcome an obstacle or dungeon then is diminished and you fail. Most of the time you fail. It's important you have someone in that role of tank. So you have hatred. Keeps the aggro on you, right? Bulwark, which is uh, a unique one for the tank. A Bulwark summons a wall which rises from the ground in front of the tank. Applying a stun to enemies who pass through the wall during its duration. And I might add also to the to the enemies that are where the wall comes up. Um, you have the Impel ability. You pull a target toward the tank, dealing damage. So it causes damage. And it's also, as I think in Mortal Kombat, Scorpion, get over here! That It's that, a, it's that kind of an ability, right? So it helps you to not only... Uh, in a situation where potentially you've got more than one, let's say you've got a, two bosses, or you've got a boss and you've got the adds, the enemies, the other minions of sorts that are attacking you, and you're taking all that damage, well, if one strays because you forgot to throw some hate on it to keep it on you, uh, the impel allows you to pull it, and like any damage ability, an Impale will cause hate because you're affecting the target. You have Bash smash a single target with your shield applying a knockdown and stun effect Uh, this is good for interrupting uh uh, spell casting typically Um, you see this with a lot of classes Uh, it it helps to for a moment um nullify whatever the target's doing uh typically doesn't work on bosses abilities like that tend to work on lower uh mini bosses or to just general mobs of of uh of minions or uh enemies that you have now we have cover you protect an ally we're redirecting a percentage of incoming damage received by by the ally to damage the tank instead it's redirecting the damage to to you instead of your your fellow comrade in the party you have break free just like it sounds you break free of anything that potentially could be disabling you a disabling effect you have Rush, or are typical what you see with a lot of warriors in games. Um, you see the Rush ability, which is charging to a single target on the battlefield. Could be friend or foe in this situation, though. And dealing damage to the enemy target. So if it's an enemy, you damage it. If it's a friendly, I'm assuming it's probably going to provide some sort of a damage reduction or possibly magic reduction. Um, and then you have the Absorb, a fixed amount of damage. Is absorbed and deal the absorbed amount of damage to all enemies near the target upon expiration so I'm gonna take the damage in to my bubble of sorts I'm gonna absorb it and then whatever's by me is gonna take that damage in some number uh, once once the time is up shield throw which I actually like a lot cuz I think Captain America when I see that or I also think Avenger shield from the traditional Wow Paladin when I see that, which has always been one of my favorite abilities for tank types. Um, you hurl your shield at an enemy target dealing damage and adding hate. Ah, so we have another ability that has a has a purpose of providing hate. So not only do we have our single hate taunt, we also have our shield throw. Not a taunt, although it would act as a mini taunt of sorts to a target. Um, it says to a single enemy, so I don't see that it... Uh, bounces to other enemies Um, however there probably will be more than one rank in which it will do that probably you know tag an additional two or three um, and act as almost a mini AoE taunt Um, and then you've got like we talked about the melee strike so those are the tank abilities now when we're talking about the tank we've got four classes we know right now and in our conversation gentlemen we have no reason to not let our minds wander and stray. So we're going to start just by talking about the tank and its possible combinations. Now, I'm not going to read what the other classes are currently, because we can kind of go over that as we're talking about the the tank and its possibilities and and kind of talk about our rationale even for why, what we think could possibly uh, change the, the uh, tank's uh, ability. Now, Daedalus, I'm gonna kinda of put you on the spot here because I feel like you've got another good understanding of of how the the augment system works. So can you explain to the to our to our viewers right now how how what we know as far as the augment system working?
1: Sure. Um so I guess you know what we've heard from Stephen is that there will be an ability to Augment skills with you know certain I guess flavors of that base class So like for example with tank, right, you know, we've Their description is is pretty spot-on kind of one of the first things I see there is control, right? They need to know what's going on who's getting hit or you know, etc. But they also need to be able to Soak in enough, you know a bunch of damage. I think the the post we were referring to on the forums Put it really succinctly like it's it's kind of like a control survivability type of augment that i kind of see with the tank so um you know from that perspective um i'm seeing that's going to be the flavor it's going to give as a subclass is it's going to maybe give whatever abilities you know base abilities um you know the the primary class has and add some level of control and damage mitigation uh to it
0: yeah, we, and last week we discussed Necromancer, which I'm making the point of uh, for the sake of the conversation, because I had, you know, I really, sometimes simple things escape people, and it's through conversations like this where you can find yourself grounded and make sense of things that maybe you weren't conceptualizing before, and the Necromancer, I didn't really see it, because my, my thought of a cleric goes directly to, it goes directly to uh, healing, and you know, But both of you had talked and said, hey, uh, well, when we think of cleric, we think of uh, power over life, so to speak. So it would make sense that a necromancer, since that the cleric is part of how that's augmented, uh, would be able to have power over life and death. And so I also think of augments as possibly, my mind is light and dark, shadow, uh, damage, healing, light sort of thing uh and even you could take that and say well in the in that context possibly you know beneficial or or uh not beneficial right so um potentially doing damage or buffing or healing uh boosting damage or you know mitigating or taking away so it's a matter of what they plan to do with the augment system which quite frankly we don't know anything about really other than the basic information that um daedalus gave us and uh you did a really good job in the last week vi- video that i'd watched last week of really you and your um your um oh boy your guest uh, he was a buddy of yours uh that did tabletop stuff mm-hmm. and yeah ty furious ty furious yes i'm gonna call him ty for the sake of this um <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah uh, you and ty went back and forth and you you did a i thought a really good job of explaining uh kind of your ideas about augmentation a bit Mm-hmm. and so i felt like i feel like it's important that for you know to for the sake of time here uh, if you're interested in understanding a little bit better i would encourage you to check out Daylist's video uh the herald craft episode one um but when i look at these what about you uh revel i'm going to kind of pose a question to you too so we look at these different abilities and i would like to ask you uh what about these abilities do you see as a potential to be augmented by, let's say, a cleric. We'll go with cleric and we'll come back to Daedalus on this. Let's say, let's say we had a cleric that we augmented this, and I believe that goes paladin when you do that.
2: Um, well, initially, when I look at the straight, uh, the, uh, the vanguard itself, um, initially when I look at all of this, I see single target. I don't know about you, but I see nothing but single target here. Um, rather it's protecting your, your, um, uh, one guy in a group, because I don't see anything that says, um, you stomp on the ground and you create, uh, you know, aggro from a group of bombs. So everything here looks single target. So the augments from the other subclasses. Would probably implement that type of tanking. You will need a tank for group, uh, for 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 mobs within a, a dungeon fight sometimes. So that's what I see initially, just looking at just this bare bones uh, vanguard abilities right here.
0: So we've got. What what do you think, Daedalus? Before I get into
1: this, um, I would say you know for. I, I'm kind of just building it on, on what Revel said, right? I mean, there isn't a lot or any, with the exception of, like, the ultimate here, or whatever, I think it's called, uh, Righteous Fury. I Righteous Fury, know. yeah. Yeah, so without, other than that, I mean, you've only got that one ability that's AoE. So, yeah, I would even see, like, the, the you know, the Vanguard Vanguard method <laughs> put that out there. Right. <laughs> the, the, the Vanguard Vanguard, I, I want to see that, like, you know build up the threat piece right so i want to be able to know that when i cast hatred as a you know a double down on a on a tank class that it's going to you know make it a, a bigger effect right you're going to want you know a bit of an ability to grab more than one mob in a tense situation so you can pull you know, pull that out. So I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think too, just like looking at some of these other abilities, right? There is, when you talk about control, that isn't necessarily even just the pulling part. It's, can I stun mobs? Can I, you know, slow them down? Um, can I, you know, jump in and intervene to help, a, you know, a party member? So I think that's, that's the other control piece I think that would get amped up with a a tank secondary, right? Mm -hmm. Um, As far as like, you know, one other one that I was kind of thinking of is, you know, uh, the tank mage, right? That to me is like, okay, well, what can a mage do there? A mage controls elements. So maybe a tank mage might have a more elemental component to it. They might use an earth effect to you know mitigate more damage for a brief period of time they might use a fire effect to empower their strikes to generate more hate quickly right if they really need to pull something off of uh, you know one of the other dps classes or the healer they can fire off kind of a, a fire you know imbued ability and quickly do something and also maybe keep that hate going with the damage over time ability right so there's there's a few options here you can go and that's kind of what i've been kind of kicking around in terms of how can you again augment those base abilities of control base abilities of remaining survivable with the flavors of these other um
0: you know other subclasses you know you guys gave a pretty good explanation about that. And I, I want to expand on what Daedalus said. So we mentioned the active abilities initially, and that's what we've talked about. Now, he brought up a good point about there's also passive abilities, which they've discussed. Uh, for example, blocking mastery. The permanently, permanently benefit from uh, X percentage, which we don't know, of additional increased block chance. So as a tank in that role, or as a guardian, vanguard, our, our protector of sorts, you're going to have the blocking mastery. Uh, so a lot of that is a physical damage mitigation Um, you have heavy armor which again heavy armor physical damage mitigation but increases the amount of armor given by by heavy armor so basically if you have on heavy armor the more heavy armor you have on the more benefit you're going to have from that type of armor so it sounds by by looking at that that as a tank If your primary goal and this is where crafting of the secondary archetypes come in uh, if if we're looking at if you want to be more of a physical tank you would focus on potentially from what I'm reading more heavy armor right that type of passive may not be important based on if I have a secondary archetype perhaps a mage uh, with the mages abilities now when I which I'm not gonna jump too far here I'm actually going to come back i'm not i'm going to keep myself grounded here so we'll talk about that in a second so the ultimates that are available righteous fury ultimate defense righteous fury is one of the ultimates you have pull enemy targets from within a frontal cone to the tank dealing damage to all affected targets adding a hate to them so righteous fury as an ultimate is going to do that aoe taunt right where the active abilities are going to be lacking like rebel and rebel was right most of these abilities you look at it's pretty pretty single target based the only active ability that's not and it's a small amount of not is shield throw which adds hate to a single enemy and it looks like probably enemies within the frontal cone so you're gonna get some minor hate generation on additional targets potentially i don't know what that'll look like but you got your hate shield throw and you've got your Righteous Fury, which is a for sure frontal cone ultimate that will pull targets, which means a little bit bit of crowd control, uh, aggro, a little bit of AoE aggro, which is going to be important because that frontal cone has limited range as well, right? It's not just going to be, I pop it in 360 around me, right? Everything, I think the Warrior in WoW, correct, back in the day, or I'm not sure how it works now, I haven't played a Warrior as a tank in a minute, but it used to be like, it was like a roar of sorts and it would affect everything around you and everything would just come into you. All of them would just pile in towards you. Um, So what's important to note is this isn't the same as that. This is a cone effect. You got to be paying attention and focusing and, and really paying attention to what you're wanting to target, Um, which is in my mind going to be important when it comes to that impel ability, because that's where you're going to catch your stragglers that maybe didn't get caught in that, in that cone
1: rider runners if like you know you have mm-hmm. a situation where yeah, at a certain point mobs run away i mean i know that's something i've seen as mechanics in other games as mm-hmm. they go run away and they grab things right and if mm-hmm. you're wanting to control the battlefield you're going to want to pull them back versus just pulling them to initiate an encounter
0: yeah and then i there's an exploration ability noted perception the tank surveys the surroundings detecting threats within its range of perception it's so, a interesting description, um, which basically leaves me to a big old that question mark. Like, what does that mean exactly? Well, I guess we'll find out. What's up, bro? What you got?
2: My my big question mark is, what happens to the to the exploration ability when you combine the other archetype? Does it go away? Perception. Do you, do you keep your original archetype? the whole the whole time through that never changes and i'm wondering how how that's gonna
0: work right because uh does that does that then indeed morph somehow well like for example i'm just gonna look at let's say cleric the cleric's exploration ability is cleanse and it's clear the area of harmful environmental effects so i'm gonna go through for for my sake here and And I'm only going to mention some of the active abilities as they apply, because we're just talking about tank right now. So if I go and I look at the cleric's cleanse, right, which is their exploration ability, clear the area of harmful environmental effects. Excuse me. And then I look at the tank, which is perception. The tank surveys the surroundings, detecting threats within its range of perception do the exploration ability somehow merge and, and we, we talk about augmenting perception. So then does perception become, uh, some sort of, uh, instead of, well, we know you all, right. Clerics can rule life, death. That's power over life. Right. Does it potentially, uh, because it's the tank detecting within its range of perception detect, and then debuff it somehow. Right. Or does it, It's like, what is that? What does it end up doing? So does it end up doing that? Or does it do the other side and somehow go, well, instead of it being enemy threats, can I somehow augment that ability too to where now it's like maybe any friendly target that I perceive in my X range environment um, somehow gets like a hot, which is a heal over time effect? Um, I don't know. I feel like it would probably be static to your primary. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of room for error in taking the cleric and modifying that ability. I don't know. We don't know enough about how those exploration abilities are going to work to really know. But um, <clears throat> some things I'm going to talk about, and then I want kind of want to go round robin here, maybe see what some of your all's ideas are about the tank. Um, Now, Daedalus, I know you've got a background with paladins and, and, and like I do. Um, you're yeah. more ret pally though, retribution damage dealer type. Mm-hmm. Um and I've focused more on tank or heal. So when I look at this, I see a lot of my past main experience of tanking and healing. And so when I see this, I'm like, I can see how these could go a lot of different ways, right? If we're just going to take not look at the abilities, we're gonna take the idea that a cleric augmented to tank, then creating the paladin class we love so much. If we look at hatred and we understand cleric has life and whatever i could see hatred not only then maybe um taunting a single target potentially maybe targeting or taunting it creating hate to get the aggro and then potentially maybe even debuffing it with something like maybe the hate over time is also a damage over time that causes uh increased uh uh physical penetration or decreased spell resistance um or uh the hate over time acts as a heal to the tank uh then giving them some sort of like life stealing ability perhaps so i look at hatred and i think that's a possibility i look at bulwark and i think summoning a wall which rises from the ground in front of the tank applying a stun to enemies who pass through it during its duration I could also see that since I know Steven's mentioned how that uh, ability is a really one of the really important abilities for the tank and I see that and I think me liking my cleric and the paladin right going I could see bulwark going a couple ways I could see it you know doing its base expectation of a knockdown effect stunning the target and then you know. Those who pass through the wall potentially taking a damage over time effect two, uh, taking a secondary stun effect possibly if they pass through it versus staying in front of it. Um, potentially helping the party in a way such as for any enemy that then goes through it, it provides some additional healing to what's behind the barrier. So I can see it being important and being effective for group members, you know, mechanic-wise staying behind the tank being in the right position potentially stacking in this uh x radius behind or even some sort of a cone kind of behind because i think a wall and i think damage incoming i think it's a cone effect behind it so a reverse cone potentially either providing some sort of protective uh bubble or uh, damage mitigation or even a heal over time maybe for the party um i see impel and i think How could that change? Uh, I think that it could potentially, you know, stun something, uh, pull it towards you, uh, increase the stun, uh, maybe a damage over time for several seconds, uh, uh, possibly a heal over time, like hate even could be done. Uh, I see bashing a target. I could see, I don't know that I could see that being, uh, when I look at that, being something that could be buffed to heal in any way but that one i'm kind of not sure about other than providing an additional stun chance but i do think that i'm, I'm gonna go with what i'm looking at i'm gonna tell everybody giving props to another one of the content creators out there atropos with uh, the ashen foundry i remember this guy from back in the eso days and he does a. and the reason i remember him is because he does a really good job as, as a theory crafter in really laying out uh uh an understandable um, set of explanations for people when it comes to class mechanics. I'm going to provide a link down below, but um, I'm looking at his and he's got these split into ranks even. Uh, and in, on his rank too, he puts block chances increase. So I could see that being a thing uh, cover. Th- these are just some of the ways that like absorb shield. I can see that being damaged to others healing to those who are in the absorb shield throw, you damage and you cause hate on multiple enemies. Perhaps it provides an increased uh, hot heal to you as a paladin. Um, melee strikes. Uh, I don't see that changing. Um, but then there's righteous fury, ultimate defense. Uh, what are some of your ideas about combinations for the tank? Um, if you if you have some for paladin, that'd be cool. But if you have others, that'd be that'd be pretty cool too. I'd like to hear those.
1: Um, well, as far as as the Paladin is concerned, I mean, I, I think you hit kind of a lot of kind of my thoughts there. Um, kind of one of the other things I thought of too, uh, was maybe something around having some type of aura effect, right, with an ability. So you might have, you know, um, an ability that might give, like, you know, damage protection for a certain period of time for everyone and also do a heal effect, right? Um, I think self-healing was something um that was talked about on another uh podcast theory forge talked about that as an option healing self-healing party in some way right or life-giving benefits is the way steven um referred to it as so i think kind of that kind of thing feels like you know paladin i think aura maybe that's you know wow like bashing it into my head you know over (laughs) many years but but i kind of see that as maybe um an option there, uh, healing over, over time, like you said, um, and really just kind of amping up maybe some shared mitigation. I mean, there are some abilities that do do that where you could, you know, intervene on behalf of the party. Um, so kind of having like a secondary effect, I think the impale. And as you said, I mean, that could also be like just an armor reduction, um, in in addition or instead of a damage over time, um, so that, you know, it makes your other party members more effective um, for a brief period of time. Uh, So yeah, those are kind of the things that I'm thinking of right now is kind of that the heal, you know, protection side, maybe more with the cleric augments. Um, As far as like other ones, um, I'm kind of just um, looking at, I keep looking at the bard stuff because I'm really anticipating the bard. And I see the name Argent, which I'll be honest, I actually like that one. (laughs) I know we've talked a little bit about things we would replace. I think the Argent actually makes sense, right? Because I looked it up, um, you know, Google is my friend. (laughs) uh, And uh, it means witness, right? So you have a witness to events there. So that, you know, from a augmentation perspective what does that mean right it means um you know you're t- retelling the tale you're experiencing the tale so what could that mean again it goes back to bard is kind of a force multiplier so would that mean you know it could also mean an aura you know mechanic too um you know it could for example you know certain strikes might you know increase you know critical strikes from Party members, it might, you know, increase healing to party members, um, or you know, to the tank, right? So I think that that's also maybe some of the things that I can think of too, is maybe an alternative to paladin, which I absolutely love. I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, any flavor of of cleric moving with a melee class. I think it'll be really fun. But that's another one that I think, okay, what can be make that class combination unique? Versus, you know, just like your standard, you know, tank stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you, about you, Rob? Well, have you have you thought about well, in the, anything in particular about those two or any of the other? Yeah, classes? I have.
2: Um, as far as the, uh, in playing World of Warcraft, uh, I've never had a main. Uh, what that means is I have leveled everything and played everything, um, and every possibilities and done a lot of theory crafting in that game um so that kind of carrying over to that um so like things like hatred so if you were combine the art type of cleric and, and um vanguard if you will um if you were to combine that instead of hatred you would get something more like uh, uh honor or uh, you know like a, like an honor honor shout or something like that or something like that um sorry i repeated that twice uh Walk would be something more along the lines of um Instead of a wall, creating a wall that um, pe- that somebody can pass through and they get a negative effect, with a paladin, if you will, you create a, a wall that nothing can get through. It's little minor changes like that that still has the same feel and utility, but um, has a, has a different a different implication. Uh, if you will, so like impel, impel instead of impel a hammer throw, um, instead of it pulling a target towards you, you gain speed. Um, you know, just something like that, movement speed, things that increase um, <laughs> your uh, honor or or whatever whatever drives you as a, as a paladin archetype, um, met with the cleric and the vanguard. Um, so you know, instead of cover, you've got, obviously, you know, maybe a shield, uh, shield to protect your allies within a small shield. Uh, auras, I completely agree with Day- Daylos on that. Auras, I've seen that. Um, so it's just little things like that, that you can tweak it a little to make it feel like you're playing a palette. Um And uh, I think, you know, as far as how I see the cleric and the the vanguard working together, um, it's it's stuff like that where, it, you know, you take something that it was original, and you either add on to it minorly, which can set the tone and the difference for the art mm-hmm.
0: You know, I I miss auras. I, I miss auras. That passive, that passive. Just benefit that a person brings to the party and I'm not saying the bo- or is there the way to go? But it was it was a profound noticeable adjustment to your stats as a player just because of this person's presence and I feel like that that is an important thing because it it helps to recognize that you know, it doesn't, it doesn't do that thing of, like, we, I think we talked about last week, with Dalo said, uh, when they took the oars away, and it was like, well, we're going to, you know, everybody has it, or whatever, you know, uh, sort of thing. It makes it universal. That uniqueness is then just, it's taken. It was taken, is the way I see it from, from us. And then it was like, well, you don't need them anymore. You can have anybody who fits into this category, basically. And if people fit in that category, there was the meta of playing them. Clearly, you're going to choose the Shaman instead of, uh, you know, Rhett Pally or something like that. And this is an example. I might not even saying that was a thing. But um, we we look along the line of tank here. We got the Bard Argent, right? You know, when I think about that, I think about, you know, typically a Bard is a, a song bringer of sorts, a melody maker of sorts that, and I always view a bard as the inspirer, right? When you go into a tavern in a lot of games and you got the bard, it, the bard's there to uplift spirits. They're there to entertain. They're there to, I would say, almost, I could see from a battle perspective, raise morale, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, makes sense.
0: Yeah, so when I think bard tank, I think Argent, I think Melody Maker. I mean, that would be cool to see, like, You know, you you throw it, you throw the shield or something and there's this sound that rings when it this uh, enchanted shield of sorts hits a target or targets and how many it hits then causes that song to be amplified or heard louder or last longer. Um, So I, I see how these could just be just, you know, the artistic way that you can go about making these abilities different could just be so, so beautiful. In, in a way in, in my mind. And I look at Ranger is another one. Now Ranger's one we have uh aside from Mage, we have Ranger and we have uh we have Tank, Ranger, Mage, and we have cleric These are the four archetypes that we have had an open idea or not open idea, but an open um we've gotten a window to see into what their possibilities will be. And when Revel said earlier Vanguard, I'm like, you know, if they took tank and made it Guardian and then later you combine guardian with guardian and you get vanguard that that really to me for some reason right now fits really well i i like it it, it just it feels very comfortable to what the identity of that archetype is yeah um, i agree yeah so have you uh, Natalus, uh have you have you have you looked at any of the other uh the cross combinations and kind of seen some interesting things that they could do to make to make those stand out
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I've looked at, um, I've looked at the Ranger combo and I actually kind of made me think a little bit about, um, uh, the old Republic. Oh. I think they did an, an attempt at a ranged class, um, that was also a tank. Right. And I thought that was interesting. I mean, I, I can't really speak as an authority on it cause I never really played it extensively, but that might be an interesting mechanic to kind of play with, with a tank have that range component be something that you could potentially look at um, and how you can kind of work that in terms of control too. So does that mean like, you know, a ranger might be able to, um, you know, leverage greater range, right, with an impale or how does it work with a cover mechanic as a ranger? Would you be able to maybe you know, shoot an arrow in a specific area and create like some sort of, you know, effect. Um, what does it do for the wall? Right. Uh, I mean, I think that's the part where it's like, I'm still kind of stuck in terms of, you know, some of these classes and, and, and maybe some more clarity from the devs on what their real kind of combo function is like, you know, like, uh, that post we were talking about before kind of looks at it. Okay. Well, what is, you know, what does a um, ranger do? I mean, range is one component, so that's one you could say, okay, well, you can play with the range of your effects for your different abilities, for example.
0: You know what I gotta like say, I, I thought about it and I played Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, we did in, in-game in rating early on and we were, we were one of the top on the server at the time before they merged the servers. So, so any of you that played Star Wars World Republic back in the day, and you remember Soa, I think his name was Soa, S-O-A or S-A-O or whatever, uh, that boss there, you remember how buggy that fight was getting it done in nightmare mode was a pain in the ass. So yeah, we completed that before they actually fixed all those bugs. But the reason I'm bringing up Star Wars, nostalgia, apologies, it happens. But you know what, I think you're right, you said Vanguard, and I remembered, isn't that the trooper, the trooper tank? It's a Vanguard. Yep. And that's the trooper is your ranged damage dealer, sort of like your, I'm not going to say ranger, um, because there was also that uh, gunslinger class or whatever. Uh, Right. Yeah. But I think Vanguard, and I'm like, okay. So a ranged tank of sorts. uh, And some of those abilities, real quick, are um, they had, well, the ones that stand out, Hammer Shot, right? Now, when I see Hammer Shot for the Vanguard, I think, okay, they're, they're more focused on flak shell, artillery blitz, cell burst, all that sort of stuff. And when I think about the Ranger, and I look at the Ranger, you've got Mark Shot, uh, Mark an enemy causing them to phys- have physical vulnerability. I see that right there, that Mark Shot. And then I go back to like my tank right here. I go to tank and I go shot. Maybe that somewhere with impel sort of a thing, you know. So your impel damage over time sort of thing, uh, like you get with the um, with the the mark shot, the physical vulnerability. So I could see how that could happen. And what about you, Rebel? What are some of the combinations that stand out for you, tank? So,
2: well, I don't know if you guys played hunter in World of Warcraft, but I did. Yeah. Quite a, quite often, actually. That was my very first character I ever played. I played with them for years, and I know some of the funnest times of my life was when I was kite tanking, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Kite, kiting and tanking mobs back and forth and until uh, everybody had the time to um, come in, in and assist you. Your job at one point in World of Warcraft as a hunter was to take a, a single mob or uh, <clears throat> that could have devastated the entire group. But it wouldn't hit you because you were much faster. You had a lot more movement. You had a lot more utility as all the other characters. That would be very interesting to be a kiting tank or uh, an off tank for, for large groups of mobs or even a single target mob that could, if you played your cards right, never hit you. And that would be really interesting to see.
0: You know, the Ranger, their description is death from afar, Right. So I can see protection from afar, something along that. You've got the different abilities. They'll, they have one, the ranger has this leap ability. So I, I noticed they have that. They have the sprint ability, which are some very, hunter, um, very hunter-oriented very hunter abilities. They're very specific to the hunter or to the ranger, I apologize. Um, but I see that and I think about the bash ability, the rush ability, so maybe Rush now has the same uh, um, physical damage reduction, magical damage reduction for uh, the target if it's a friendly player, and for um, an enemy it would be a knockdown or an interrupt of sorts. So I can see how you could take, you could take the Rush ability, and you could take the Jump ability, or potentially the Sprint. I don't know about because the Sprint's more. But I can see how you could take Jump. And instead of it being like you a charge, it could be more of like uh, a shoot up and then drop down and smash sort of a thing. Uh,
2: or it can be a disengage.
0: It, yeah, that could be that could be interesting too to have some sort of a disengage ability as a tank to where you can uh, potentially maybe move a target faster, right? Like I've got the target in front of me and then I bounce backwards and force it to, to move to me quickly. As opposed to just running slowly like now it's got to charge me perhaps that would be a pretty interesting mechanic right uh ability for a for a character right that would make the tank baseline change significantly i don't rush now i disengage because of my ranger tweak right i disengage and he has to rush and charge me but of course i'm prepared for it i take the damage or whatever and now i move the uh, that boss or that Mini boss or group of ads away from my group before they pre- potentially do this crazy AOE attack damage that the whole raid takes or all the melee would take. Um, but yeah, so I know we today we're going to, we were planning on going through all of these different ones, but we talked about it before. We said, if this continues to go, we might just do one of the base archetypes and discuss it each week. Gentlemen, I think that's what's going to happen. So I'm looking at this, and let's talk specifically about tank. What are some other class combinations, whether it be abilities? uh, How do you see some other ones? We've talked about ranger. We've talked about uh, some of the bard stuff, the cleric stuff. What about mage? Or what about, yeah, what about the mage? What, What do you guys see for the mage?
1: I mean i i think i mentioned that a little bit before i mean the term spell shield um mm-hmm. though not my favorite i kind of see maybe again you're using you have some type of elemental component to your impale your mitigation like your cover etc right and maybe it gives you some type of control effect based on like fire like your impale you know is a burn over time effect and maybe it does a little confusion or stun or your ice is like a way to um you know imprison someone you know to and then when they pop out of it they're gunning right for you as opposed to like a healer or dps so i kind of see you know that shield thing as being you know using elements in different ways um like even i one ability that I, I think of when I think of, um, spell, I think it's spell stone, um, was one of the, the options here. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Uh, maybe it's the, the mage tank. Um, but you know, spell shield, I almost think too, you could use earth as mm-hmm. armor, like mm-hmm. to increase your mitigation. And that's kind of how your cover spell works or how one of your broader mitigation ability works is you've got, you know, essentially a cloak of earth or you can wrap somebody else in a cloak of earth and they've got mitigation for a short period of time and that's how you intervene again it's those little touches like revel was saying that you can um use to make a character unique um but still keep the the core ability intact right but you make it you know different enough where it's like oh yeah that that's a pretty cool way to handle a mitigation versus Me just kind of jumping in front of you and taking a blow
2: what about you rebel so when i think of a mage tank for example i think of something that's going to be really quick to um to gain aggro if you will um it's already designed to create damage um and it's also designed to be a little bit mobile um you've got here mage escape you've also got um You've got a sheet of ice and stuff like that to slow enemies down. If you're if you happen to be tanking, um, those things can be tweaked also on the on the uh, the warrior side or vanguard side, whatever whatever you want to call it. Um, <clears throat> I really see a huge. I'm going to have a lot of fun playing this uh, as well because I'm definitely it's going to be something that I personally would want to play. Is uh, I've always wanted a. a, a, a mage tank i think that has been the dream for me ever since i have uh heard that there at some point may be a release of a battle mage in world of warcraft um, which they still haven't done that yet shame on you um <laughs> but <laughs> i've always wanted to play something like that a, a, a fighter mage or or a tank mage i wanted to teleport and blink across the room and control mobs control a main boss if you if you will at some point um just really depending on what the group needs at that time but i see a massive amount of potential and a great amount of fun that that you can create by playing these different archetypes and come combination with each other um you're fulfilling something potentially that you've been thinking about your whole life that has never happened in the games that you previously wanted to play and you're getting to see them now um to me that is really important it's not just theory crafting it's the implication of something that you've been wanting to see your whole life in games
0: man i'm like looking at this so we got for the tank the the argents the bard combo the paladins the cleric we talked about that the fighters the Knight. don't know anything about the fighter um, the mage, the ranger, the rogue summoner tank, all those combinations. Uh, so spell shield, like we've discussed, Argent being the bard, we don't know anything about, but we did discuss it briefly. Paladin's the cleric combo, right? Ranger would be the warden. So if we took the ranger abilities, it would be called warden. And if we took, uh, of course the other tank, uh, it would be called guardian, or if we took guardian, to be Vanguard, as we'd like to start calling it here, I think. So now I'm looking and, you know, he like like data said that there's there i'm looking at the abilities implosion ice prison arc lightning mage escape after image private sanctum teleporting yourself or party member to an extra dimensional location for a short period phasing out of sorts right why I hear there uh portal ice sh- sheet uh charged beam tentacles cloth armor elemental mastery quake so yeah the the earth coming to your aid uh protecting someone with ice uh you know stun effect using lightning right all those elements impacting the way the tank can function um we we talked about about the tank a good bit right and we could talk about it all day um you gentlemen want to do the cleric i think we got enough time to do the cleric we'll run about as far as last week you guys in yeah sounds good awesome we'll get the cleric done so we talked about the cleric a little bit and like I said we could go we could go into this all day. I could sit here and talk to you guys all day about this, I swear. But we've we've touched on the tank a good bit. So now we're going to talk about the cleric and I'm going to read the cleric's description at the same honor we've we've held for the tank today. In such a dangerous world a cleric is never wanting for friends. They can protect their allies in a number of ways and when necessary snuff the light. Or the life out of others, masters over the very essence of life. They can sense the broken and corrupted, right? So, like you two had mentioned last week, they sense the good, the bad, the dark, the light, the the life, or the lack of life, or the death, so to speak. So, we're going to then now talk about the active abilities and then some of the uh, the uh, passive and and such for the cleric. So, for the cleric. We have, apologies, I got this, I really do. Okay, so first we got Righteous Blessing. This is targeting a friendly player and immediately healing them. That's your direct single target heal, right? Stolen Blessing. Drop a totem, which totem's not really something I'm used to hearing for, for a cleric-type class, so it's interesting. Uh, dropping a totem, which deals damage to enemies within range. Um some of uh the third one all right life's balance we got balance the life percentages of all party members to the average percentage of party health to heal some party members and deal damage to others that one sounds like it has a potential to be very interesting lifeline target a friendly player to deliver an immediate heal and spread the healing to additional friendly targets nearest to the original ally that sounds a lot like a beacon uh like a paladin's beacon to me where you beacon a target and heals when you heal directly to it Um, additional heals from the party then go to it and sometimes you could see how that could be in a reverse and work outward endow life target a friendly player and resurrect them at reduced health if they are dead proximity chain chain enemies toward a central point the enemies leave proximity to that point, they are affected by stun. The chain is only applied when the ability is first cast. Banish. Teleport a target some distance away from the caster, applying an instant knockback. Okay. Banish is one that I'm used to hearing with uh, priests, I think, in a WoW, while, if I'm right on that one. I think, right? uh Warlocks, I think, right? Banish. Okay, yeah. Priests is something else, I forget. But yeah, Banish, you're right. Uh, so soul paralysis channel energy towards a single target affecting the caster with immobilize making them impervious to stun effects affecting the target with the stun and preventing them from taking actions for the duration to really locking them down pretty hard and life bolt probably one of my most favorite for the cleric you deal damage to an enemy based on the caster's missing health if I cast this and I'm low health, you are going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. And we have passive abilities of medium armor, which is interesting because usually you would think of uh, a cleric being a cloth wearer. We have medium armor and mana mastery uh, increases the mana pool for the cleric. Uh, we have ultimates of divine form, which I love that one, right? Apply a pulsing AoE to heal allies deal damage to enemies in the area around the cleric so that's your big aoe heal and then mana well, mana heal per pulse either percentage based or based on weapon damage and then you've got your exploration we talked about before which was cleanse right the area of harmful environmental effects so datiless what are some class combinations that you you feel like would be interesting for the cleric
1: I kind of am, I'm looking at the list here and I you know I really like the name of the shadow disciple mm-hmm. <laughs> I just kind of looked at that and I'm like hmm yeah. how did that work so it's your cleric rogue combo right. and and I, I am glad we at least have some little tidbit about the cleric and the augments being life and death because I can see mm-hmm. how that plays up to that mm-hmm. that it's going to be more about the death part of it um and how you can kind of tailor those abilities to maybe be shadow based so stealth based um you know that kind of thing maybe your buffs apply some sort of um you know phasing ability to or at least stealth for someone to pull them out of the fight um so i think that one's really interesting um the other one that i i do like i like the templar um just because again it's kind of that palette and feel Mm -hmm. um there too so kind of wanting to see how that differentiates from the other kind of the the reverse which is the fighter um cleric so kind of that one is you know does that um is that like a trade-off of healing to do more damage as a melee Mm -hmm. or is it more about just You know heal over time effects that are triggered by melee attacks um you know so again what how does that change the nature of the skills because at the end of the day it's like it it's a an interesting conversation that steven keeps you know giving us to have well when somebody says change the nature of the skill but it's not a new skill what does that actually
0: mean right
1: so here is it okay, so then do I give up ranged abilities to go melee as a cleric fighter, right? And does that give a trade-off, a risk versus reward um, type of thing? Or does it, you know, what's that balancing factor? I mean, I see cleric, you know, as a as someone that balances life and death. Um, and I also see them as a way to tap into you know the the like you said before. Yet I think you said dark and light, right? So type into the magics of dark and light. So there's some sort of divine intervention. I think um, once again um, that post on the forums, Oki's the man. I right. mean he put a ton of time into this, and he just succinctly says equilibrium divine or divinity, right? So that that to me is like where I see okay augmentation is balancing life and death. um you know divinity is that divine power right that might fortify that might resurrect somebody from the dead right your divine form so kind of these are the kind of things that i'm thinking about now with this with this class is you know and and yeah just shadow disciple just jumps off the page at me um any of the other ones there's a couple of other ones where i'm like I don't have an, I don't have an idea of what that's going to do yet. Like Oracle or scryer um, with Oracle is a, uh, I can't remember which combo that one is. Uh, Mage. But the, Mage. Thank you. Um, so does that have like healing or buffing with an elemental twist? Like, does it again is, you know, your heel cauterized? right? You're kind of doing like a quick stop gap. If somebody's bleeding, mm-hmm. does that stop the bleeding um, scryer? I'm like, fortune teller okay so does that mean it's anticipating you know future things so maybe i'm anticipating damage so i'm buffing the party or i'm anticipating you know um toughness so i can you know do and allow some sort of damage multiplier it's yeah it's one of those things where you're like if i knew a little bit more about the abilities i could probably you know definitively say yeah i get it or i don't but um, but yeah, those are the ones I kind of that stood out to me in terms of the cleric.
2: What stood out to me for sure is the shaman. i right, yeah. I'm gonna have a lot of fun with the shaman. All right? <laughs> so I'm just gonna let you know that right now. And one, one the cleric already has a baseline totem ability. Right. So that 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 uh, that allows you to easily transition yep. from the cleric to already having some sort of um, as a player, and trying to understand how a cleric can go from um, someone who has been healing and protecting his party, and then all of a sudden he can be a, he can be a summoner too, and he can create totems, heal, uh, buff, and uh, create movement speed, maybe for their for their uh, using totems and stuff like that. I feel like the cleric is definitely going to be a lot more utility. Um, when it comes to the summoner combination, it's going to be uh, something that really can heal too. Um, I know that in World of Warcraft, playing a shaman is one of my favorite. I'm still currently uh, shaman main, right um, and it's, it's really fun for me <laughs> to play. Um, so I'm glad to see that, and I'm really anticipating that. Also, one thing that I'm interested in seeing is the Cleric Ranger. The uh, protector. I'm not exactly sure how they're going to be how they're going to implement the cleric into the ranger itself. Um, mainly because <clears throat> I feel like they're going to have to draw a lot more inspiration from the ranger than they are the cleric at that point. So I'm really interested because you've already got a ranger and a cleric. If you select ranger and then you go to cleric. I wonder how it's going to be different from being a cleric starting off to going into a ranger uh, across our time. That's going to be really interesting. I'm going to really be interested in seeing how they're going to bring that out. I really don't have any theories on that right now. Um, I haven't given it too much thought, but that's one thing that I'm definitely um, anticipating seeing too.
0: You know, so. You all, when you both talked, I had two different thoughts. When Daedalus talked and he was talking about the Templar and he was describing that, I just, you know, I, you were talking about dealing damage, giving heal. I thought Monk, I thought WoW Monk more specifically. Um, And I noticed Monk's not even really on here, which I'm actually looking at that and I'm thinking oh, that actually surprises me a bit. Um, And I have ideas about where that would fit in. Um, I could actually see Cleric and Fighter being a monk, and I could see taking Templar to the, I think it was to the, was it to the tank tree to go to Fighter? No, it was somewhere, we had talked about last week though, where a Templar, it seemed like it would almost be more of a fit, uh, but, so I thought about the monk and how that's not really in there. And that's actually a bit surprising and then when rebel's talking about the shaman you know i, I get traditional shaman and wow for example um you know we've already talked about the clerk having a totem and how uh that you know in wow traditional wow you've got multiple types of totems to- totems for different types of uh, uh, uh problems in combat like uh, you have different obstacles or different types of debuffs or enemies or uh, you know you got your was stone stone something totem you got your healing stone skin totem thank you uh which is armor (laughs) right yeah
2: uh
0: yes it
2: it does do armor actually they also changed it at one point to where it threw out armor and um was like a small snare at some point like they've all they've been changing it you know how wow is
0: yeah but there's you know you have the different types of totems and stuff like that and when, when I look at the, the range, see this is where this is where the names some for some reason I just cleric and ranger and it's protector, I don't feel it.
2: I don't get it either.
0: I don't feel it. That's that protector, the, the just the term protector stays tank to me. Or guardian, I'm gonna call I'm not even gonna call it tank anymore. I'm gonna call it guardian or guardian class. When I look yeah. at guardian and guardian, I think protector or I think vanguard, right? And I can see Protector probably going somewhere else. I almost feel like a Protector would potentially be... I don't know. I I could sit here and break it down. I could see it being somewhere else. But I look at that and I think Ranger and a Cleric. That's a tough one for me. Because I'm looking at the Ranger abilities. Power Shot, Snare, Mark Shot, Fleeting Shot, Prepared Shot, Jump, Sprint. Um, And I think... I think cleric and I think priest a bit where cleric and cleric cross and it's high priest. And I almost feel like, how do you take the fighter abilities and use that? Like some light bringer sort of class. I think about light and I think light bringer sort of thing where you bring down light instead of maybe arrows you're talking about
2: for the fighter or for
0: for, for the. Did I say fighter, I meant I meant for yeah. the ranger. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Cleric and ranger. So I think to myself, if that's a protector, if if cleric's the base, this is our main archetype. This is our our foundation, of which we build the other eight possibilities, right? If yeah. I look at that and I say cleric, I think life and death. Right. I think ranger, and I'm looking at the abilities, and I'm like, I can see. The one ability we talked about, which was the... Where is it at? It's the AoE that draws the AoE down, right? The one that draws AoE damage, right? Wherever it's at on here.
1: Oh, the Hail of Arrows. Thank
0: you, I just got the Hail of Arrows. Fire, a rain of arrows which fall in place, a place template area during damage to all enemies. So what if it was like a you know a light beam or a rain of you know uh, opening of light through the clouds or something and it comes down and it does this big kind of a heal to a target area or something like that so like that's how i could see that kind of working um but then it's just it's 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 tough to see how how i could take those two and really make it and then it fit the protector because the word protector wouldn't fit to me somehow
1: yeah i agree with you there. i mean i kind of saw this one when i looked at it i'm like druid i mean this is not maybe protector dis- yeah i mean i think druid because you're like okay nature life magic you know things can you know that are evil might need to be rooted out so that's kind of your death thing so i could see that right being um a thing of, and and i totally agree with you on the other comment about monk the first thing that i thought of is i'm like I see the a vision of this cleric with the staff and all I can think of is a shell and monk with the staff. So I'm like, <laughs> why isn't this not a monk? Um, but, but yeah, I think the, the one thing as well, right. With, with going back to protector, yeah, it just didn't fit. It felt like there should be a tank component to that when there, or, or a guardian component to that when there isn't. Um, but I do, I do like your, um, you know, your thoughts around, opening up the earth and getting, you know, showing life and light. And that's got kind of feels to me, the more I think about it as more of like a Druid, right? And I don't think that's used anywhere else. I think Mm -mm. in the Okies post, he used it somewhere else, but I kind of think maybe it's more appropriate here.
0: I was Um, surprised that one wasn't on the list.
1: Yeah. Cause that one's pretty, evocative of Mm -hmm. like what you would think of as you know at least what i think of when i think of a ranger class you kind of got you know that whole elf vibe wood elf vibe type of thing going on and then you add the cleric piece and i just kind of think again it's not necessarily your traditional like wow druid which you know is kind of a you know a jack of all trades i still kind of feel like it's going to be a focus on life and death but maybe life and death in terms of you know some sort of nature or range so maybe you're using um you know ranged uh, attacks or ranged buffs and it's you're sending a volley of arrows and it you know has some type of like mystical potion you've you know created with herbs and it heals the party or um you know the same thing on the opposite side with your enemies maybe it's a poison cloud right so you're almost using those trick arrows i I keep thinking of like green arrow and all like a flashbang arrow or you've got all these different things that your hunter to me is a trapper right one of the things revel talked about earlier is just being able to kite things around as a tank you know i kind of see the ranger New Cleric-Ranger combo maybe being as more of that buffer-debuffer, you know, playing with life and death there, too, in a way. That could be a possibility.
0: You know what? I got to switch these, actually. To- try to hold that thought row. I swear I'm going to lose it if I don't say it. So, Ranger, as a as your baseline, if you go down, you got Soul Bow, and it goes to Cleric. And I'm almost... I'm, I look at this, and I'm going... So, if we fit Druid in where we have our protector here's here's where i'm going to take the ashes universe logic that we know so far and apply it to make sense of this why it would be better fit for a druid because when you look at the ranger description per the kickstarter descriptions which they are tried and true classic at this point the ranger death from afar is the rangers raisin oh i'm not even trying to i'm not saying that i can't speak that A master of the bow and ranged combat, the ranger is more than happy to let others get their hands dirty. No one else. Here we go. This is the sentence. No one else has such a keen eye in natural environments. So if we go cleric, ranger, I'm thinking now we take the clerics, right? uh, Their ability to really rule the domain of life and death or life. Or death when you talk about poison cloud or something, right? Uh, You know, popping of buds of plants that causes damage or something like that, uh, which we've seen before in a lot of games. We go cleric, we go to ranger with the natural uh, keen eye and natural environments and healing, and I think there's our druid. It fits right there. All right, Rebel. Sorry, buddy.
2: I think we're looking at it a little bit wrong, and I'll tell you why. (sighs) Life, Uh, Life from afar. Okay, now, who can wield such a thing like a crossbow or a bow and be accurate or even a potion launcher?
0: Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Nice, dude. Nice. I'm digging that.
2: That is where we can potion get launcher. into. buddy. With the protector being a potion launching character.
0: Huh. Protects and because it, the potions apply. Oh, that's a very interesting... Wow, this changes yes, everything.
2: It changes, it changes the way that you look at the ranger itself. It's still a ranger. It's life from afar. And how do you implement it? Potion ranger.
0: So maybe Solbo from the ranger that could later become druid. I, I still see druid being somewhere between ranger and cleric. I do. I see it somewhere. One or the other. I see that being in there. But... Not solbo, but, and not Protector, but Cleric and Ranger, I could totally see that. I could see that. It could be some kind of enchanted vials, because, you know, being a Cleric, you know, something about that energy, life, whatever. Um, enchanted item that's launched, potions, whatever.
2: And Rangers are so resourceful. They're so natural. They're gatherers. They're, they're trackers. They get the herbs and stuff to make all these potions. That is, I think it's great.
0: Yeah, I think maybe a it. different,
2: maybe a different cool. name. Right. I can see why it's called a protector because you're protecting from afar,
0: from range. Yeah. Right. But
2: I don't know. I still think the name's still a little too broad. But I think the direction
0: oh is my awesome. God, that that just I'm just sitting here going. That is crafting, is it? Yo, I'm like, dude, this I'm like mind blown moment right now. Yeah, exactly this is so mind blown, right? <laughs> this is so amazing, dude. I'm looking at this and I'm going. <gasps> oh my god, I look at the ranger and I'm going at the other eight possibilities, I'm like oh, changes everything it does I mean, then you could go and, and even then in turn say, let's look at our primary archetype being everything else except a ranger and then the ranger ties in somehow to all those and then potion launcher, I'm like, oh buddy how much we don't know have yet to see oh the anticipation's killing me and Rhyming. yeah that's that's itself. why
2: that's why I'm that's why I've renamed ashes of creation to ashes of anticipation
0: <laughs> oh man it's beautiful god i love it okay so we're looking at our cleric and i'm looking at high priest with the cleric cleric i get it i feel that and oh i was going to say earlier too Daedalus. The place I thought about Templar fitting in better would have been in place of High Sword, right? That was yeah. the one we had talked about, was high Sword and Templar right. going there. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, the you know, High Priest, I'm thinking traditional um, priest of, of of kind of wow, right? And then I think, well, you've got these different variations, like a Disc-type Priest, you've got a Shadow Priest, you've got um, just a Holy Priest. And I think High Priest, I feel, Holy Priest? um and i could see how it would just be this probably where the cleric has a life you know life death light dark sort of uh over over life domain dominion being that i think high priest and i think just of of the higher of the light of the life of of really being about i could really see there being an aura feel there Um, especially with that divine form, if I'm not mistaken, that's the correct word, right? Yeah. Divine form, yeah. Uh, And so I think about that, and I think about the mana well, um, and I'm like, that sounds very priest, doesn't it? Like, wow, priest.
1: Yeah, it does. I mean, I think the only, I would say, I think we talked about earlier, maybe what might be the more, I guess, worrisome things here. I'm not saying I'm concerned, concern per se i'm just saying this is something just to keep out for is is making the other cleric subclasses you know really focusing on making them viable as healers because i almost see a danger with the hyrie saying i'm not going to get anyone in as a healing class except the high priest because high high priest are the uber healers right Right, that's and that becomes the meta Mm -hmm. um that's kind of the only thing that i would say you know just to have the devs keep an eye out for is let's balance the healing ability on all the cleric subs or make them different enough where you know one or two don't become the meta in terms of oh yeah they're the you know best all-around healer i don't want to include anyone else in my group
0: oh man you know where i i could feel where they could take this to balance that is to be so just uber right to be that uber healer i'm looking at the rank variations for like righteous blessing right Uh, the 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 cleric has the potential to do some pretty significant damage right so when i take I'm just going to go with, let's take High Priest. I'm sorry, Cleric. We're going to take Cleric, and we're going to say go down the line instead of High Priest where the Cleric would be with that kind of uber healing. I go down to where Rogue maybe is, for example, and I see Shadow Disciple, Shadow Priest. And I can see how that could be that polar uber damage sort of thing where it's like Mm -hmm. significant damage. They even have an ability... Uh, in the cleric line Down below that I mentioned which was called um, Where is it at? it gonna drive me nuts. Maybe it wasn't actually here. I saw it somewhere. Hold up. I Saw it somewhere. Hold up. This is important. This is where we're gonna It's important it was God bless so many possibilities was it here it was the um... What was it called? Ah, here we go. This was actually the combined with the mage, which would be what cleric mage is Oracle. Yeah. OK, so this kind of yep. ra- I see that. OK, so mage Oracle now more or la. So the mage has tentacles as an active ability. And when I see tentacles, I mean, us wild WoW players go shadow priest. Right, because that's a big part of that. So. Right. When I look at Cleric and Shadow Disciple Rogue, I'm kind of, my mind's going, hmm. But we look at something like a, a, a damage priest of sorts, whether we're talking Mage com- combination or Rogue combination, which we don't know Rogue yet. We don't know the base Rogue yet, still. And I think Shadow Priest type thing. And I can see that being your like uber, like just hardcore dark kind of shadow damage sort of thing. If we have these types of Ubers, right, the cleric by definition for their abilities you look at almost every one of them and and as you rank it up you've got heals more or spreading of healing or more healing over time or a hot as we call it uh and you have uh, damage or damage over time or dot as we call it and so i'm looking at this and i'm thinking i could see the high priest a way of managing that uber to making them also have a pretty high level of uh vulnerability because if you're going to be able to do that kind of healing perhaps it also comes at a cost to yourself um, yeah and so obviously even though they could dish out the big numbers there might be a situation where because the high priest could push so hard like that it also comes at a cost of themselves and makes them very vulnerable, in which case, if things aren't synergized well mechanic-wise, which we talked about last time, if you're not having this other, uh, not particular class, but uh, uh, a type of class that can somehow then, like, little well, we talked about tank earlier, right? And how the tank has the uh, charge ability, right? Isn't it charge? Rush ability. Uh, sorry, rush, which is charging a single target, right? And having the way that that can go to... Uh, further uh, uh, stun or, or cause damage potentially to a target versus protecting a friendly. I can see how then it's very important if you have something like a high priest who maybe can become more vulnerable that your tank is then coordinating to be able to reduce the damage that they take or protect them for a short time. And that could even be a combination for the tank of its other archetypes too that potentially can tank later. Um, right so and this is the beauty of theorycrafting right is you could sit here and have these conversations all day long and so many good things can come from it which is why i'm encouraging the viewers please if this is something you're passionate about uh post on the forums post in the comments below pose questions to me to daedalus to Revel, to the community to the devs because these types of talks and conversations are what is going to allow uh, you know ashes to to be what we want it to be uh, to be the game that it can be. Um, so with that being said, did you all have any other? Uh, I'm gonna say not combinations, but did you have any other thoughts about the cleric and its combinations?
2: I see. I I see the. This is just my perspective. I really see the the more. I feel like the Cleric Cleric is actually going to do more damage and also more healing than the Apostle will. I think the Apostle will actually do more healing than anything else. And that's something that I'm interested in seeing. I think it actually might be a pretty good healer. Because, yeah, it's a tank, but, I mean, what if it's not a tank? You know, what if it's just a light healing warrior you
1: know i, I guess know. i don't know yeah i kind of see the apostle i was thinking about that one too because that felt like the only one we hadn't really touched on in some form or another and i was thinking you know along kind of taking a leap from your high priest being the holy priest i almost see this not necessarily exactly the same but similar to like a disciplined priest at least old school disciplined mm. priest in wow where it's like you're all about shields and kind of you know damage reduction and that's kind of the mechanic there as opposed to like a direct healer it's more of a you know direct absorb type of class and absorbs are your thing versus direct healing because i kind of see it as the tank coming in being that mitigator of damage um Mm -hmm. and then i think the control thing comes in too so you might be to like you said, like stun people or push people back or something where it, it, you know, takes some of your abilities like the the totems that are out there can do certain things and maybe place a damage reduction, you know, shield around everyone, for example.
0: Right. Yeah. See, I, I love that, man. I love that. You're right. We haven't really looked at the Apostle. I could see that. I could see that bubble almost uh, element coming into, into place, like absorption fields maybe um, yeah, man, that's, that's awesome, that, that apostle could potentially be your, um, somewhat reminiscent of a, of a disc priest of sorts.
1: Yeah, another example, um, I don't know if the listeners, uh, have played City of Heroes, but there was a, um, a type of Defender, which was kind of like your healer class, right? There was at least one of the abilities that you had was being able to use force fields, mm-hmm. right? So it's almost that kind of thing too. You can create a large force field. You can do individual force fields. You can refresh on people, you know, and it had certain effects. I kind of maybe see that as being like, how can I tweak those to be kind of like a life or death, mm-hmm. you know, thing. Again, it, it might be a proc effect right because we're not changing abilities one way or the other but it, it might be like what can we do to kind of play with that idea of you know protection with a cleric mm-hmm. as a basis
0: mm-hmm. any other thoughts Rebel, for you yeah i like that i like that you know because even when you think about it in traditional wow right like the disc priest they are tanky i mean their bubbles are god-awful i mean you just like Sometimes almost too God awful, but just if you take that understanding of how they work, it's like, yo, man, <laughs> good luck. Good luck taking them out. I mean, you you may not be able to kill them, but I mean, they may not be able to hurt you, but you ain't killing them either. So I, I think that's important, too, because we've talked about how in Ashes, uh, they've discussed, the devs have discussed how uh, a rock, paper, scissors sort of uh conceptualization of how some of the classes are going to work uh, if i think a straight up just rogue right like if i think rogue rogue assassin right clearly mm-hmm. that guy's gonna be able to gank some people i mean he will wreck you and you can't do anything about it but i can see how in the how in the opposite you could almost go i can see how that rock paper scissors thing is like well you might have that person who is is absolutely able to just gank so many people and you can't do anything about it and then also that somebody it's like mm, Apostle though get at me boo right get at me bubbles for days baby you're not you're not you're not doing anything rock paper scissors bubble,
2: bubble Hearthstone.
0: bubble Hearthstone, yeah <laughs> so I can see how you know I think it's I think it's important some people I think that a lot of the, of casuals even probably are, they hate the fact that you know that they could just get wrecked like that or that you can't kill somebody but it's important to understand that those people exist for a reason because from the party from the collective of of you and your companions going into uh to to a group together you have those that are very strong in in certain capacities for a reason however almost all that have that level of strength or or defensiveness there tends to always be a, a, a chink in the armor right so to speak that if you understand the classes well enough, you can bypass. Whether or not we'll see that is yet to be determined. We'll, you know, hopefully know more soon. But uh, I, I don't want to continue too much longer. We're at about our max for the SimCast episodes. However, we got we got through our Tank and Cleric discussions, our base discussions relatively well. And I don't know about you guys, but this has got me thinking about so much more right now. So much Absolutely. More i mean this is gonna this is gonna resonate for a long time i'm probably gonna just have so much to say down the road um about these things but uh i don't want to take too much more time i think i think at this point next week we'll be continuing on with our what looks like part three of the craft um still part of the simcast it's not a separate episode this is our just basic discussions of the classes. But with that being said, uh, next week we will discuss the Ranger mage base archetypes and their potential combinations and variations and what can be. And uh, by all means, between now and then, if you've got some thoughts, please share them down below. We will definitely bring them up next week. And uh, remember also, next week, uh, tomorrow technically, I don't know if this is going to be able to get this out in time. I'm going to try to get it out tonight. But tomorrow is our... uh, our, our uh, june 4th uh, live stream of ashes of creation on the twitch uh, ashes of creation channel i would encourage you all to be there ask your questions check out what the devs have got and um why don't you guys go ahead and we'll do our little outro here they and revel uh tell everyone where they can find you where is your domain if you will
1: Sure. uh, You can uh, hit up my website at ashenherald.com. It'll provide you with all my social media links, um, YouTube content creators. So just search for the Ashen Herald on YouTube or just follow me on Twitter. Um, I kind of post my thoughts um, and any of the most recent videos. So hit it up there at at the Ashen Herald. Some rebel.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm um, RebelStrike. Uh, you can catch me here at Virtue, and you can also find me at um, twitch.tv slash RebelStrike. And, um, yeah, that's where you can find me. So
0: Great, everyone. I, I am Morg, your host. I will catch you all next week. All of my stuff and things are down in the description below. Um, and until next time, I'll catch you on stream on Twitch. That's my domain catch me there. You all have a great week. Look forward to talking more about this next week.